What's up, everybody? You already know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles, and thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the best 22 60 minutes of your week. All right. Fun filled show today, as they always are, but especially today, you know, so much has gone on, and I can't wait to get to all of it. Um, watched my niece over the weekend, so that she's five, uh, going to be six very soon. So definitely want to go over that, talk about how it is just having kids, man. It's wild. It really is wild. Um, want to talk about March Madness, of course. I know we've kind of heard the different breakdowns, but for those of you that um, maybe didn't get to catch the game, I'll go over the highlights from that. Got a new music list for everyone out there. Um, getting into the summer, uh, there's a couple artists I've been sleeping on a little bit, but I have now caught the wave. Warriors, talk about the Warriors. Some, We'll see how serious some of the stuff is. Steph had a little ankle tweak, not really sure why he was playing. We'll get into that. Going to talk about music festivals. Got the producer Aaron Fonseca stopping by um, to talk music festivals, and we're going to play a little game where I say names of artists, and he has to guess whether they are real or fake, and obviously you can play along as you listen. And lastly, going to get in to another segment of what are we doing, and can't wait to talk about that one. Okay, so let's get started. Watching my niece over the weekend... um, And what's so funny is it always seems like I've had her for a really long time and I legitimately picked her up Saturday morning and dropped her off midday on Sunday. And it felt like when I got back to the apartment on Sunday, it felt like I had had her for a week, you know, and she just goes and goes and goes and kids just have so much energy. And, you know, it's also a good reminder of like when you were young and, you know, when you just didn't have to worry about a lot of things. It's it's really refreshing. It's also funny because you just have to be on your P's and Q's all the time. You know what I mean? All the time. And, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know, I get beefs for no reason. I have beefs with people on the train, you know, bartenders, waitresses, anything. I can find a beef with anyone. So... The beef that I found this weekend, you know, dog owners, beef with everyone. So the beef I found this weekend was when we went to the park. And you know how kids, they're kids, man. Like kids just want to do whatever looks fun, right? And I'm a very talkative, you know, um, fun person, I'd say, not to toot my own horn. But I like to make sure that the people that are with me are having fun, right? So when... Uh, my niece's name is Amaya. When Amaya is climbing and, you know, doing things like that, I'm hyping her up, you know. And other kids see that. They want, you know, if their parents aren't really doing that, they kind of want to be a part of it, you know. Um, that on top of kids just always wanting to do what other kids are doing. So we go to the park and it's literally turning into a game of we just get to play on whatever structure until enough other kids come over that it just annoys us. You know what I mean? Like 
we go on the monkey bars, right? There was these really cool monkey bars, and Amaya at first like wasn't able to get across them. So I'm hyping her up, trying to do it. Other kids come by the monkey bars, you know, and then you gotta, I'm trying to tell her, wait your turn. Their parents are nowhere to be found. They ain't waiting turns, right? So now I'm like, hold up, you know, look, we are doing this the right way. Where's your mom, you know, or dad to tell you to wait your turn as well? So, you know, that annoyed me, right? Um, Then we go to the swing. You know, I'm yelling like, you know, like, what you do when you're on a swing? I'm like, wee, you know, wee. And what happens? Kids come over, want to be on the right next to the same swing. There's two other swings, a whole other swing set. But you, right next to us, right, swinging sideways. I'm like, this is not safe. This is not safe. Like, where is, like, you're, you're, and the parents are right there on their phones, tweeting, having so much fun, Instagram live. I'm like, get your kid, okay? Either push them straight like I'm doing or get them the heck out of here, you know? Like, these are things that I never, really had to worry about or really think about since I don't have kids yet. But I can already tell I'm going to be extremely annoyed with so many things when I have kids. Uh, The other thing is I watch a lot of Law & Order, you know, and a lot of Lifetime. So my brain is mush pretty much when it comes to um, Law & Order SVU. So it's a lot of kids and, like, sketchy situations. Fast forward to Sunday, and we are – we are at the park, like I said, and of course, on the bench, uh, there's a guy on the bench wearing a temple, a temple uh, crew neck, you know, Temple University go owls. So I walk over, and at the time, you know, uh, my girlfriend is watching Amaya, right? So I walk over, and I'm just like, hey, you know, go owls. Did you go to temple? And he's like, yeah, yeah, uh, graduated 05, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, cool, yeah, uh, graduated 2013, whoop, whoop, whoop. And then I, Call my girlfriend over. I'm like, hey, like he went to Temple too. Call her over. Dude, I mean, we probably talked to him for a minute and a half, two minutes. Turn back around. Amaya? Amaya? Yo, where's Amaya? Immediate, like, freak out mode. Immediately. You know what I mean? Like, straight off of the movie Us, like, Amaya! You know what I mean? Maybe exaggerating a little bit, but I definitely... You know, it was like the notch below that. You know, it's like when you get really warm and you're like power walking and it's like, okay, like, where the hell are you? You know, of course she was just like on a different play set. And I'm just like, dude, like that was literally two minutes at most. You know what I mean? And that's all it takes. And it's not that I'm making a joke about joke about this. It's scary stuff. But just, you know, it's just things that you know, you don't have to think about when you don't have kids. It's like, hey, I'm just going to go say hello. You know, the kid that I'm with should stay where they need to stay. And then they don't. You know what I mean? Um, but it was a great weekend. Had to go to Fairyland. Fairyland was great. If anybody that's li- listening does have kids, Fairyland is right by Lake Merritt. Um, it's kind of like roughly based off of Disney movies and things like that. Like really only the the, the classics like Alice in Wonderland, Snow White, they have different structures. Uh, Amaya, I will say this, Amaya is turning six in July, I believe, and she's she's also pretty tall for her age, um, but she definitely was on the older side. So keep that in mind if you plan on going. But if you got a kid, you know, they got puppet shows, um, they have, a, you know, one of those guys. And that, that's the other thing I was curious, like, what do you call the jugglers that, like, they're not, they don't wear clown stuff. 
they just like juggle and like say while they're juggling they say like adult jokes right for like the parents what do you what, what do you call them just jugglers you know i don't know but they, they had one of those he's like throwing fire and in, in he's like swallowing fire and juggling with fire and things like that and, and you know it's for the kids but i thought it was pretty cool too you know so fairyland 12 bucks a pop you can get a membership um support oakland it's good stuff it's good stuff the kids love it if i have to hear about the dragon slide one more time uh, i'm gonna freak out but uh, i'm glad she had a great time okay so next um another thing i did well it actually technically wasn't over the weekend this was uh a couple nights ago where you know i i really just looked in the mirror and thought to myself what am I doing as far as this whole barber situation, right? Because I, I, and like I said, I have my beefs before. I've never had a barber beef, but there have been situations where, you know, um, I wanted my hair shorter, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to uh, come back, in, have to come back in two weeks. And, you know, he thought I didn't tell him soon enough, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, I've already shaped it, like blah, blah, blah. And like, it got like lightweight, awkward. Like there've been situations like that. There's a situation where, like, my lineup was a little cricket. I had to, like, literally left the barbershop looking in my phone because that's just what I do when I leave the barbershop. Um, you know, look, I'm looking, like, in buildings, like, the reflection of my building. I'm like, yo, am I tripping? You know what I mean? And, like, was nervous to, like, go back. You feel me? Because, like, barbers are, like, a lot of them are very um, proud. And I'm like, look, he might just be like, it's not popping. You know, like, it's it's fine. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not mistaken here. Like, this is crooked. And I had to go back, and he had to fix it. Mind you, the cost, um, like I said, I don't go super, super often. I've never gone. I've never been like this every two weeks guy. But it's going up, right? Like, when I first started going to him, it was 25. Now it's 30. At this, And I don't walk around with fives. I just give him 40 bucks. And I'm like, that's a lot of money. Right. Black guys never should pay that much for haircuts. OK, like never. Like when I talk to my my white buddies are like they dropping 50, 60 bucks. It's always been like that. You know, they got a lot going on. They got to go to great clips and super cuts, things like that. I get I get all that. You know, what I mean, or they go to the uh, the trendy barbershops in the city where they give you a past blue ribbon and um, say that'll be 70 bucks. I'm like the most expensive haircut and past blue ribbon I've ever had. You know, um, but black guys, you know, I'm used to dropping 20, 25, 30 because you my homie. You know what I mean? It's just getting bad. So I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, honestly, when I'm not getting like a straight up fade, you know, and just like cutting my hair down, I'm like, I'm about to just cut this myself and just keep it real. Like, And I did. And complete validation when you go into the office and all I needed was one person to say it looked good. I got about three and I told all of them that I did it myself after the fact. So for me, that's a win. That's a win to me. You know what I mean? And it's funny because I'm talking to another, I was talking to another friend of the show, Shia, uh, who, uh, you know, also black guy. And I'm telling him my struggle. I'm like, dude, like, you know, I don't really, it's just, a, it's, and now I live farther from the barber now. It's like a 20, 25 minute walk. You know, I can't go after work. It's got to be before work. You know what I mean? Like, uh, sh sure, first world problems, but I'm like, this is really like a, a conundrum to me. And uh, he's like, dude, honestly, you know, you've had a, a long-term girlfriend for a while. Like I've had a wife, like 
it's different if you were still in these streets. You ain't in these streets no more. I think you're pretty safe to cut it yourself. You know what I mean? Like the difference between me getting it cut and cutting it myself is basically, in my opinion, it basically looks like a week after I get it cut, I get my hair cut. You know what I mean? And, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like I'm, I'm moving towards like if I have an event, I'll get my hair cut. You know what I mean? Or like I said, if I ever change like my current hairstyle, I will go get it cut. But like if I'm just cutting it down and lining it up a little bit, you know, I'm to the point where I'm about to just do this myself unless I got something big popping. You feel me? Um, so shout out to everybody. I know there's a lot of self-cutters out there. And here's the other thing. If you mess up, A, you didn't pay for it. And B, you have no one to blame but yourself. Okay? Like how many times, and don't lie, how many times have you left the barber and like made a couple changes? Like what am I paying for? What am I honestly paying for? Okay? So just think about that, guys, out there. If you ain't in these streets and you got a pretty basic cut, save the money. Just save it, all right? Save that money. I'll edit that in. You can save that money. Yeah, baby. Okay? Okay. All right, next. March Madness. So I realize, you know, it was on Monday, depending on when I get this out. Could it be a couple days later? Basically, look, I thought March Madness was solid. I think it was nothing to um, write home about. I don't think a lot of people, people will remember Zion before they remember Virginia. Um, And this whole fake underdog thing, everybody knows I don't like Virginia. That's common knowledge. But this whole fake underdog thing that like they were able to overcome losing to a 16 seed last season to come back this year and win the national championship they were one seeds both years I don't want to hear that you know what I mean like an un- like that's not an underdog story to me personally that's not underdog that's we messed up last year and we made up for it okay you want to call it redemption sure like I said I thought that they could make a run because losing to a 16 seed don't get me wrong it's embarrassing that's really embarrassing but the idea that you know they had to overcome all this adversity. It's like they were still a number one seed. Like, let's relax, okay? That's number one. Number two, let's not forget how they got there, right? And I know everyone has probably already talked about the whole Auburn thing, so I won't get into it. Um, the foul that it was a foul, but should it have been called? The double dribble that was missed. Um, all, all sketchy stuff, right? Then you get to Virginia, Texas Tech. And look, I will say this. The NCAA and the refs' bias was showing a little bit throughout the whole game. It got really bad in overtime. But at the end of the day, if you're Texas Tech, you're up three, right? With the time running out, Virginia has the ball, and you all crash on a driver and leave a three-pointer open? Really? Really? Driver? Really? So Virginia hits the shot. They go to overtime. Then in overtime, that's when some sketchy stuff started happening. I thought the ball went off of Kyle Guy um, when they were in front of Virginia's bench. You know, and people were saying, well, you know, like, you know how it is sometimes they got, uh, he got fouled. So the refs basically awarded him the ball. That's fine. 
But then to come down and the same thing happens to Texas Tech, Texas Tech gets, well, multiple things. First of all, if Virginia, when Virginia, when a team, when the other team swipes the ball out of your hand, I've actually always thought this in my mind. Like, just because someone swipes the ball out of your hand doesn't necessarily mean that they were the last person to touch it. Like, it could stay on your hand. Are you ever getting that in pickup basketball? Hell no. Hell no. I've tried like once or twice and I just stopped. That's number one. Okay. Number two, to reverse the call, that takes a lot of cojones to reverse that call in that situation. Leaving the call the same is one thing. If they had called it Virginia ball, that's one thing. But to reverse it, that smelled. That stunk a little bit to me. You know, that smelled like something was cooking. And number two, and number three, to call that on top of the fact that, like we said, the Texas Tech player was fouled on the way to get the ball. Then you reverse it, the whole thing just smelled, you know? And and that's the thing about these uh, sports talking heads. They know where their bread's buttered, right? I'm not getting paid like them, so I speak my mind. But it's like we watch one thing, we all watch it, but then the next day, uh, no matter what you watch, first take, ESPN, you know, Undisputed, you know, any of them, it's all just about the game. They rarely talk about the refs or any shady stuff because they know where their bread's buttered and they don't want to piss anybody off. But you know what? Damn it, I don't have that issue, okay? And it smelled. Like I said, Texas Tech never should have been in overtime. But once you get to overtime, those two calls going for University of Virginia – was, it was pretty borderline, man, and maybe my bias is showing against Virginia, but my issue is this. If that happens, the play where Virginia knocks the ball out of Texas Tech's hands, if that play happens the second game of the season, that's not getting reviewed. That's my issue. Like, if things are going to be a certain way, they have to be a certain way the whole time. If you review it in the national championship game, you should review it in the 20th game of the season on a Sunday afternoon against a non-ranked team. That's that's my issue, and I know it wouldn't have been. That's the problem. Um, but all in all, you know, cool March Madness, like I said, I don't think uh, people will remember this one too much, um, but it is what it is. Okay. And it's, you know, it was great to see the highlights. Speaking of highlights, you know, one thing I'm getting real tired of, and I don't think I have, an, I don't have enough on it for a whole segment but um you know an early showing of what are we doing what are we doing with ESPN top plays with lacrosse I mean every single lacrosse play is just someone throwing it behind the back that's literally it and I'm I'm seeing it so much I'm starting to think it's not that hard right I, I kind of feel like, I could play professional lacrosse right now. Like, I know how to catch. I'm going to be faster than everybody out there, and we all know why. Not going to say why. And it's just one of those sports where it's like it just got made up because of people that couldn't play the normal sports. I'm just going to say it. That's just how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm not that. Like, everybody that played lacrosse in my high school got cut from baseball. Like, that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. You're taking up top plays for some random behind-the-back BS. ESPN, figure it out, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? Seriously, okay? 
So that was a quick rant on that. And also, look, I, I will be to be fair, I do have negative feelings towards lacrosse because all the lacrosse, most of the lacrosse players in high school were D-bags. So I should have started with that, but I'm going to end with it, okay? All right. On to some music. So it's the summertime, and I uh, wanted to give a quick, only got a couple here, but wanted to give a quick overview of some music I've been listening to. Uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to post um my playlist that I make on my social media so people can listen to it, uh, especially when I talk about it on the podcast. So I know it's fairly easy, so I'm figuring all that out. But uh, So here's my new music list. Here's a guy I've been sleeping on hard. And for some reason, um, it's funny because of the segment we're going to have later with the real artists and fake artists. For some reason, I thought this person was a DJ this whole time. I, I don't know if I thought the name sounded like a DJ. I don't know if there's a Similar name that is a DJ, Cautious Clay. Now, I still have to do more background. Uh, I still need to look up more on his background. All I know is I saw a picture and I just thought, you know, it was a black dude. I was like, not that he didn't look like a DJ, but I was like, you know, he popped up on New Music Friday. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to just listen to this and just see what it's all about. You know, that's a good thing about Spotify, all the streaming services. You can play something. If you don't like it, change it. And he's like singing and he's basically very similar to Kid Cudi. Right. And I fell in love. I fell in love. It turns out this guy plays like four or five instruments. You know what I mean? Extremely talented dude. And I had no clue. I told a couple of my buddies and they're like, dude, you are super late. You know, you are super late. Um, And now I'm thinking back to all the lineups that I've seen him on that I just was you know didn't think anything of it I'm like dang this guy's really really good so Cautious Clay he released an EP um a couple weeks ago that I think is really good I really really like his album that I believe came out last year so check him out don't sleep um like I did next guy definitely not sleeping on this guy because he is really really new I believe it seems like he started out as a cover guy and is now starting to do his own thing. His name is Kid Travis. And when I describe him, I would describe him as Juice World, but more R&B and with an actual singing voice. That's how I would describe him. Um, and this guy, I have been listening to his stuff over and over and over again. He released an album, um, I believe at the top of the year or the end of last year. He's still doing covers, but he's releasing more of his new stuff. He had an EP um, that he released last summer that is a banger. Only three songs, but they all are great for the summertime. Kid Travis um, also gave him a shout-out on my story uh, on uh, social media, and he replied, said thanks for the love. So big ups to Kid Travis. Thank you for that. Always appreciate it. Would love to get you on the show. Next is a guy that needs no introduction, um, but he just released an album, which is why I'm bringing him up. Khalid, man. Khalid is taking over. He's taken over. And when people think about like what's marketable, who's marketable, let's be honest, like looking at him, you wouldn't think he would explode would have exploded the way he did, right? He doesn't have one of these traditional, like smooth, hot dude looks light skinned with baby hair and a six pack, you feel me? But like the guy just puts out hit after hit after hit and as my friend said, right now he just can't miss. And he did not miss on his new album, Free Spirit. It is amazing. 17 tracks. 
and they're all really, really good. And the story of Khalid is crazy, man. Like, uh, to my knowledge, when you look in, look into his past work, it's really what you see is what you get. It doesn't seem like he was putting out a bunch of mixtapes and he was super grinding. I mean, he's still very young, you know. He just kind of hit immediately. And for him to, the first time I saw him was, I believe, two years ago at um, a fairly small venue, very iconic venue, but smaller venue in Santa Cruz. Two years later, this guy is playing Oracle. I can't even afford to go see him. And I'm so happy for him and happy for that. Um, the glow up is real and it's, it's really just, it's awesome to see, man. Um, uh, shout out El Paso. I know he always shouts out, uh, where he's from in Texas, but yeah, he's really doing it, man. He's really doing it. Like some artists that I've been listening to, and this is no knock on them. Like they've been playing these kind of mid level, you know, venues for years and for him to just blow up the way he did. And I don't think anybody saw it coming. Uh, was crazy, man. I think I saw for world streams on Spotify, he was number one and like Drake was number four. That's wild. That's wild. You know, um, not a conventional voice, uh, but big ups to him. If you haven't listened to his album, it's a slap. You know, it's got some slow ones. It's got some faster ones. It's good stuff. It's got everything covered for you. Last guy, uh, completely different than anybody I think I've promoted before. His name is Matt Mason. And I found Matt Mason randomly last year. You know, when you go to these music, that's a good thing about good music festivals. It makes you look up other people because you're like, well, I'm going to be here, you know, anyway, what's this guy all about? Or what's this group all about? And I looked up Matt Mason. I think they call him Alternative Indie. And he is really, really good, man. Um, I have a wide uh, array of styles of music that I like. And this is completely different to anybody else that I promoted before. And he's really good. Personally, I think he sounds a little bit like Bradley Cooper on A Star is Born. A little bit. A little bit. Maybe it's the same style of music to me, uh, but a little a smidge more poppy. But um, yeah, he's really good. He just put out an album the same week as Khalid as well. Matt Mason, that's M-A-T-T-M-A-E-S-O-N. And he's just, uh, he was really good live. And the album is really good as well. So you should check that out. Okay? Now y'all know what time it is. Warriors talk. Warriors talk. We have the regular season is essentially over. By the time I get this out, I'm assuming uh, the game that they have tonight will have been played. I can guarantee that. Um, And yeah, man, why was Steph Curry playing? Does anybody know? Against... Yeah, the. Does anybody know why he was playing? Because I really wasn't even paying attention. I saw the early start. Wasn't paying attention. And I like, you know, there's a bar that I walk by that you can see into the, you can see inside, you saw the TVs. I saw Steph playing. What I assumed was that, okay, they're hoping Toronto loses and then maybe they only have to worry about the Bucks for home court advantage if they get to the finals that's what I assumed um you know I never check it's like a thing of mine you know baseball players very uh superstitious so I never check Twitter during warrior games I just don't it's like I gotta be like a crazy circumstance but so I checked Twitter once I get once I get home and the game was over and the first thing I see is what I and I just had a weird feeling man and the first thing I see is Anthony Slater, 
who I, like I said, went to Sonoma with back in the day, shout out Seawolves, um, tweeting about when Steph rolled his ankle or, you know, tweaked his ankle. And I'm thinking, so I'm still thinking, why the hell was he playing? Still thinking that. Come to find out, this was the kicker to me. Kevin Durant was out with the flu and Clay Thompson was out with knee soreness. So why the hell was Steph playing? You're not the win probably wouldn't have mattered. Turns out Toronto won. So it, it, it was all for nothing. All for nothing. Why was he playing? Like this is definitely gonna be on Steve Kerr. Doesn't look like it's serious, but why? Why even play with that, right? And like, you know, everybody's gonna get on Steve Kerr. Maybe Steph insisted to play. I don't like we've gone through this whole season. Right. All, all the seasons about Kevin Durant, you know, taking shots like all we care about is postseason. Right. Making jokes about that. Right. And then once it's all locked up, you're still playing one of your big four. The biggest one of the big four, as far as the Warriors are concerned, everyone knows Kevin Durant, best player on the planet. Steph Curry is the heart and soul of the Warriors. And you're playing him in a basically meaningless game because chances are the Raptors won a lot of games for a reason. They're probably going to win that night. And you're playing him. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Now, I know it was by by himself, just a freak accident. Yeah, that's what happens when you play a lot. Things can happen. So I have no clue why he was playing. I don't know how serious it is. They're saying it's not serious. And I, some fans are so stupid on Twitter. They're like, I hope he can play tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Don't you not understand what this is about? This is about the playoffs. The playoffs? The playoffs. Okay? And chips. Championships and a three-peat. Don't nobody care about no damn regular season game? This is why people make fun of Warriors fans for comments like that. You're making our jobs harder. Jeez. So I just don't understand it. I mean, look, once he gets healthy, they've looked, as far as the actual team is concerned, they've looked pretty darn good. They've been rolling. That's why this sucks the most. I mean, Boogie is very hot and cold, but I don't know how much you're going to need Boogie, you know, in the playoffs. You you know, uh, especially with Bogut kind of picking up uh, the areas that Boogie um, may lack in, you know. So I, I just have no clue why he was playing, man. It just doesn't make any sense. But we'll see. Uh, I believe playoffs start this weekend, so we ain't wasting no time. Um, so there's that. All right, so next is another fave segment of mine what are we doing so what are we doing what are we doing with music festivals hmm everything is a festival now like literally everything is a festival it's getting a little ridiculous like i say i know everybody wants to make money i read an article uh, a couple years back that it said it takes a festival about four years to become profitable now if this article is correct what are we doing with all these random festivals? Like everything doesn't need to be a festival. Like that's like the hot, like look up most overused words from 2015 to 2019, lit and festivals. Like everything isn't a festival. Then they just put it on everything. It's like, they'll be like, you know, Santa Cruz festival. Then you go to the site, no lineup, $200. 
who's paying $200? Like, this isn't like we haven't released the lineup yet. It's we actually don't know who is actually going to be here. You know what I mean? Like, especially after Fire Festival, like, who's like who's doing that? Then I I think I feel some type of way. Go to look at comments and people are like, this is going to be so much fun. Can't wait. I'm like, can't. what are you waiting for? We don't even know who's going to be there. Nobody knows, right? Like, it's great area. Santa Cruz, great area. What is it? You know, there was a festival. I can't even remember the name. It was in like Martinez, Concord or like Martinez. Martinez? Really? Like, it, it had like, I think it was ludicrous and just random like these things have no rhyme or reason everything like people are getting greedy and just making up the dumbest festivals the dumbest festivals what are we doing stick to the staples man if you're gonna vet something like do it or do it the right the right way that one i'm talking about kaboo in san diego great area now they're doing kaboo texas and like I said, I looked at that lineup. That lineup looks problematic. You have old school rappers and Leonard Skinner. Someone's getting into a fight. Now, now we're not even safe anymore. Stop making these random festivals. It's not necessary. Like, I could make a festival right now. I can make a festival right now in my parents' backyard. I, lineup coming soon. I can make a GoFundMe. I get people to pay. Lineup coming soon. Three quarters of an acre. Pool. Basketball. Food trucks, Turtle Creek Festival, come on down, the TCF. TCF, we get that trending on Twitter right now. There's too many festivals. It's too much, man. It's too much. Stick to the staples. And like I said, you know, and I, you, you, you click on one, you get promoted, you get promotions for every single one. I'm like, Facebook, I'm not going to Tampa, Florida, okay, for a bootleg EDC. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Please leave me alone. What are we doing? What are we doing? All right. All right. All right. We're here with producer, fan of the show, Aaron Fonseca, everyone. Thanks. Uh, also has his own podcast, Your Nerd Side. He's doing a lot of things. Voice of the San Jose Barracudas. He's, uh, you know, he's a legend at TuneIn. He's a legend in the Bay Area. You know, number, <laughs> number one in You're our hearts. You're a comedian, dude. Number That's what grinds my gears. Number one in our hearts. Okay. All right, so we have... Aaron, we're on the show. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Not going to call you Aaron. Everyone calls you Fonseca. Mm -hmm. Fonseca, we have a game that we're going to play in the spirit of music festivals okay. um, starting up soon. I keep seeing a bunch of, I mean, everything's a festival now, okay. right? So I have uh, a couple names of artists, right? And I'm going to ask you if you think this is a real artist <laughs> or a fake artist. If it's a real artist, I'll tell you where they're playing. And I'm not allowed to Google list. So look no, it up. I have you to go off the top of my head. Off the top of your head. All right. Okay. All right. So we're going to get started okay. right now. The first one. Okay. All right. I'm not. I'm lifting up my phone. Wait, so I'm you your can't producer, so I'll make a big opener. Like, let's just say, okay. here's the opener. Here's the opener. All right. Let's do it. All right. Thank. That's why you get paid as much <laughs> as you do. Okay. First one. Allison Wonderland. Is that a real artist? Yeah, that's a real artist. All right, that yeah, is correct. <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded weird enough that there's some guy smoking pot. He goes, dude, we're going to name our band Alice in Wonderland. All right. But it's going to be Alice in, <laughs> in Wonderland. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, that is correct. They are wow. playing the Sunset Music Festival for anyone out there who 
already knew that and would like to see them. Where's the Sunset Music Festival? The Sunset Music Festival, I believe, is... Is that in the Bay Area, though? No. Well, it keeps on popping up on my... No, it's actually in Florida. And I I I believe it's in Tampa. And the problem is, you know, now that I'm getting a little older, I'm still getting these promotions, but... I'm not going to go to these festivals. I'm I'm aging out, but Facebook Facebook knows everything about you, but doesn't know that I'm 29 now, and I'm not going to go to the Sunset Music Festival. Okay? Do you like festivals? I do, but there's certain there's levels. Why? You there's sit levels in dirt, and you smell manure in the back, and it's hot and muggy. And look, uh, I'm sorry. This is this is not. This is not the segment, all right? This is not the segment. <laughs> Back to the him. normal segment, all right? And I, I shake my I hands. Do, I do, running I by do. Stop, am I driving so fast in the neighborhood? I do, I do yeah. sometimes find yeah. myself, yeah. like, in the middle of, like, you know, it's a three-day festival. <laughs> I, like, Saturday at five, just, like, I paid $400 for this, do and you, I'm tired as hell. Do you sleep at hell. these festivals? I don't do that. Oh, okay. No, I'll go to a hotel or, like, rent a house. I'm not camping. Again, I'm, you know, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not trying not to couch surf anymore and I'm trying not to camp, you know, unless I'm like on a camping trip. Okay. I got you. All right. Nah. Next one. The war and the treaty. Is that a real group that is or not fake? a real band? Audience, if you agree with Fonseca that it is not a real band, you are incorrect. It's it a is band. a real band. <laughs> they will be playing at Bottle Rock Festival <laughs> in Napa. Have no clue what they sound like. So you see, uh, they're playing in Napa. That's why they're a real band. Exactly, exactly. Right. Again, Warren Treaty all right. probably wouldn't play the Sunset Festival. All right, that's all I'm going to say. Warren Treaty, are they uh, offspring of uh, Warren Peace? And uh... it po- It's possible. I mean, it, it was like middle-aged white guys, so wow. I don't know. Go figure, okay. you know? All right. all right, next one. Coco Nitro. I'm gonna have to say no. You're you're correct. <laughs> that is not real. That is not real. But here's the thing. I just made it up. It could be real. We don't actually don't know. I just you, because I made it up. I literally was walking by Starbucks and saw Coco Nitro, and I was like, you know what? That sounds like one. Um. Okay. Next one. Blunts and blondes. Yes. Audience, if you agree with Fonseca <laughs> that that is a real group, you are correct. Yes! That is real. That is real. Yes. They also are playing the Sunset Festival. So what am I right now? Three for one? You are or, I don't I don't think that's how it works. Okay. But right. I think you're you are, let's see. Three for one. Four for one. I think you're two for four. No, no, you're I got three, three for four. You're three for four. Three, three for four. I mean, yeah. I got. Three you could right. hit for the Giants right now. Honestly, I would take that three for four. So if I got none of them right, I'd still be hitting for the Giants. Yes, oh. exactly, All exactly. Right. Now right. you understand how baseball works. <laughs> All right. Okay, next one. DJ A Sizzle. I'm gonna say no. So here's the thing. That's actually my DJ name. I and since I've never booked anything, <laughs> that is fake. You are correct. I have never cleared a check under the name DJ A. Sizzle. So I got to tell fake. you something, Styles. This is true. Okay. I know two things are fake in this world. Bands and breasts. So I'm on a roll. Okay. All right. Somebody get this guy a bleep machine. <laughs> okay. Next one. Cat hair and carousels. You know what? That is so bizarre and weird. I'm going to go, yes, it is a real band, and they're, yes. 
Audience, if you agree with Aaron Fonseca, <laughs> you are incorrect. Oh, I man. created that on the walk from Bart to the office this morning. What was the inspiration for this one? Well, um, well, it's actually funny. My cat has started to shed because it's the summer, <laughs> and I had my niece this weekend, and I took her on a carousel. So, cat hair and carousels. That's a great name for a band. It is, though. It's a really, it really good is. name. Um, Copyrighted uh, 2019 styles, files, all rights, purposes, and use. Yes, this will not. This cannot be used for your personal attention. All right, last one. So you're now you're dropping a little bit. You're looking more like a Giants hitter now. <laughs> uh, think you're. Oh no, you're well. You're four. You're four for six. Okay. So last one. Blind Melon. Yes, Blind Melon. It's a real band. See, I, I I thought that was a funny name to me. Blind Melon with the Shannon Hoon who who hung himself from the a, a fistic. Uh, what's it called? Uh, when they hang themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I what's understand. What's it called? That part. Fistication. What's that called? I, I don't. It's not important. He hung himself. Okay. Shannon Hoon, lead yeah, singer, well, Blind Melon. Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. Obviously, you know, being a. Uh, Millennial black man never knew, never heard of Blind Melon before. But they're playing. The, you never heard that they're playing still. They're playing at the Kaboo Festival in San Diego. What are they like the the haunted mansion? They got a ghost singing the front man. They must have Look, a new, I don't know filling guy. I don't know. And now you know. Now I'm an idiot because that was clearly a real band. All right. So <laughs> the end of this segment did not go as planned. Did, did I get it though? Did, did yes, you did, did get it. You're bet. You you batted. Five for eight, which is outstanding. You're all tournament, all conference MVP, and you're the MVP of this podcast. Thank you so much, Fonseca, for stopping by. Hey, hey, guys, I'm going to give you, because I'm the producer of the show, one thing. You guys got to follow us on iTunes and give comments as much as possible. Two thumbs up. He loves that. So make sure to follow on iTunes and any platform. Thank you, Fonseca. And again, Fonseca, listen to your nerd side. He's talking about all the new... Um, things going on in the comic superhero world all you nerds out there subscribe if you haven't already he's got a bunch of followers so you probably already have but if you've been sleeping under a rock go do that i'm gonna run your board now sir thank you thank you you very much nobody like you all right man that was a crazy fun show thank you everybody for listening as always follow me on instagram and twitter at the underscore styles files styles with an i if it's your first time, if it was your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you've been listening, thank you for being a loyal, loyal listener. Have a great weekend, everyone. Uh, I don't know about you, but in the base, getting sunny at least for now. Definitely got some plans that I want to create because I don't have any so far. Um, but we will talk next week. Send me any questions, comments, concerns you might have. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.